You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at whopetspod.com. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassman coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop country cosmos inside sports fantasy football game source we truly appreciate everyone out there to all of our shows and if you can please give our shows a five star review wherever you get your podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. And of course, our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. If you can support all these great causes, it is sincerely appreciated. You know what? It's almost that time. They've put a tremendous amount of publicity into this. It is HBO Max's winning time. It's a detailed series on the history, per se, of the Lakers dynasty in the 1980s. And how better to cover it than the individual who actually wrote the original book. HBO Max loved it so much, they actually reached out and actually bought the rights from this book. This book is coming up right now for you, and that is Showtime. Magic, Kareem, Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers dynasty of the 1980s. You also got to catch his other awesome Lakers book, which I talked with him last year on. Three Ring Circus, Kobe, Shaq, Phil, and the Crazy Years of the Lakers dynasty. Both books are available right now, wherever you get your books. It's a great man indeed. I'll tell you what, I'm so happy to finally get a chance to catch up with him once again. It's award-winning author Jeff Perlman. And Jeff, great to have you back on the program. Are you excited for my next book, the biography of the Russell Westbrook Laker year? There you go. You know what? That's just what I was going to ask you. That's one of the things, <laughs> all the drama and the continued roller coaster, which I report on three to five times a week here at the Lakers Fast Break. I mean, this year alone could write itself, couldn't it? The thing is, if we're just being honest here. All right. So my first Laker book, Magic Kareem, awesome. My second Laker, I'm not saying the book, I'm saying the time period. Second Shaq Kobe, awesome. Once you're done with this year, are you really going to want to ever read about this year again? Are you ever going to want to think about this year again? You know, a lot of Laker haters out there actually will love 
True. If you actually somebody wrote this book, because True. they're loving it right now. I mean, yeah. that's the feedback that I'm getting from all the emails and the social media that comes at me is, is that people are very frustrated with what's going on here in LA. And a lot, of, I can just be honest with you, my friend, before we get into the series itself. And that is the fact that the Lakers did a lot of this to themselves. Of course. Of course. It's one of the worst examples of team building. It's almost like some kid who lives down the street and loves the Lakers decided, I'm going to build this team this year. Not this is what I'm going to do. It's going to be awesome. You know, and like, that's not how it works. You know, like you need the Caruso's and you need the little pieces as much as you need the big pieces. And sometimes you get too many big shiny pieces with wear on the tire. It just doesn't work out And this. It's a weird team. It's a very weird team. It's a very weird team indeed. And it starts off with that Russell Westbrook trade. And it was so diverse and so divisive amongst uh, individuals out there. You had the ardent Lakers fans that were so supportive of the trade of Russell Westbrook coming back to UCLA, here where he starred, and coming back home to Los Angeles. And of course, you know, you heard about the meeting that he had with LeBron and AD at LeBron's house beforehand that kind of coordinated the whole thing but if you were a pundit and a student of the game you saw in the bubble when houston with russell westbrook had that series the playoff series against the lakers and just saw how the lakers defended the actual series and actually let russell westbrook try to go ahead and beat the lakers and unfortunately the, the russell westbrook with his poor outside shooting and his you know, sometimes questionable and shaky decision-making, he basically gave the Lakers that series just by the way he played. And if you just looked at that tape and just seen how he's developed or lack of over the past couple of years, you can see that it was going to be a mistake that was going to be happening. Yeah, I agree. I think he's closer to being out of the NBA than he is to being a superstar again. So I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And again, this is something the Lakers did unto themselves. And I know that the Lakers fans really wanted to get rid of this mistake, get rid of Russell Westbrook at the trade deadline, and which would, I think, compound things even worse because you would have had to give it up. You know, all your assets, your 2027 first round pick. It just seems like that there's no pleasing these Lakers fans sometimes. Yeah, it's a tough crowd, but you used to. I mean, I grew up in New York as a New York Jets fan in football, and I was a New Jersey Nets fan in basketball. Like, if you're a Jets fan and your team goes, you know, wins nine games, you're thrilled. If you're a Nets fan back in the day, you know, if you went 500, that was kind of an achievement. So you guys have very high standards, which is fair because you had all these years of success. Yeah, absolutely. 17 world championships. But yes, I, as someone who has a lot of friends who, especially in the New York area, that love their New York sports teams, especially the ones, like you said, with Brooklyn, the, you know, obviously the Jets, you know, teams that didn't find as much success as the Lakers. Sometimes the Lakers fans out there do get a little spoiled in regards to their team. And that can be very understandable under the right circumstances. But yes, the Lakers, again, this year have, have not <laughs> done well. And again, like you said, there's a book there. You're just not sure who would read it as far as it's concerned? Because I don't think Lakers fans would love it very much because it does right now showcase the Lakers in a very poor light. But what is showcased in a very good light coming up is on March the 6th. And that is on HBO and HBO Max winning time. You've seen a lot of press for it. You've seen a lot of advertising for it. They're pushing it heavily. 
First off, congratulations on the success of the book it is based on, Showtime, Magic, Kareem, Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers Dynasty of the 1980s. I'm so happy that they got a chance, HBO, to reach out to you to go ahead and acquire the rights of the book. First up, the title. I got to ask you on the title, Winning Time. Yeah. I mean, it's Showtime is your name of your book. Were you privy to the knowledge of why HBO Max chose that route for the name? Yeah, so the the working title was Showtime, and I always thought it was going to be Showtime, but there was this thing hanging over it, which is HBO's rival network is called Showtime, and would it be weird to have a show on HBO called Showtime when there's a network called Showtime that you battle against? And I think this is a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of interpretive knowledge. I just think HBO came to the decision that didn't really make sense to have a show on HBO called Showtime, and that the confusion that might come with that. And maybe like, maybe some stated bruised feelings by Showtime, the actual network. I don't know. So, yeah, was I disappointed slightly? But at the end of the day, they are turning this book into an HBO series. So I can't really do that. You know, of all the things in the world, not such a big deal to me. And I agree with you on that. And But it seems like almost like a, a petty days from the cable days where both HBO and Showtime were both, you know, at the very top of the food chain when it came to cable networks, as opposed to now where they're both still very high, but with Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, you know, and so many other streaming outlets, they're not as high as what they once was. I would agree. So for Showtime more than HBO, I mean, HBO, I'm not saying this because I'm on it. Like pretty much all we watch in our house are HBO shows. Well, no, and it's still 73 million viewers for HBO Max. So it's nothing to sneeze at, absolutely. It's still one of the top five streaming outlets that's out there. So HBO Max has done well. Obviously, their day-and-date movies that they showed off last year and what they've done this year at Peacemaker and Euphoria have really continued that success. So definitely could agree with you on there. But kind of a little disappointing as a Lakers fan. But obviously, you can understand what context that it's under with – when they called it winning time. And I know you've heard the stories in regards to Adam McKay and director behind this, uh, such a great director. And he's, he's really the force driving this. And you heard the issues with John C. Riley, Will Ferrell, who we all know from Step Brothers and so many other comedies that he seemingly had to choose one over the other. And unfortunately has drived a wedge in his relationship with Will Ferrell over the casting of John C. Riley as Dr. Jerry Buss, your thoughts on that before we actually get into the series itself? I mean, every now and then a, a friend of mine, especially when it came out, would say, you broke up Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even, you know, like, I think John C. Riley is a, is the perfect choice. And it's hard for me to envision Will Ferrell playing Jerry Buss. Maybe he would have done a great job and I don't see it, but I definitely think they picked the right guy to do it. I mean, I think John C. I've seen all the episodes. John C. Riley's insane. He's so ridiculously good at it. So, I mean, I don't know. I think they landed the right guy. I mean, I agree with you. In the, in the stuff that I have seen so far, he seems to be great in the role of Dr. Jerry Buss. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that he even said the other day. He had really nothing going on. So he's happy that, that he's doing this. And to see maybe a revival for him going forward will be great because I really think that so far from what I've seen, he's really done a good job. Will Ferrell, though, as you and I both know, is from the L.A. area like I am and from the Southern California area and I think has such a passion for L.A. sports, you know, USC and, of course, with the Lakers. I think that's probably where that derives from. So I think that's 
as an ardent Lakers fan that he was, I think that's probably what has partially caused the reasons for, for what's gone on today. Probably so. I just don't know the answer. I don't have a great, I don't have any great quote for you. I just don't know. No, absolutely not. I'm just a writer who wrote a book. That's the funny thing about it all. People ask me questions about Hollywood stuff and I'm like, I'm just a guy who writes a book, man. They've been that nice. They, that HBO wanted the rights to. So sure. I'm just yeah. saying, though, like, you know, I've never met Will Ferrell. I have met Adam McKay. I'm, the, I'm literally sitting on my bed with my dog by my feet. Like, I'm the farthest thing from, you know, some Hollywood guy who knows the insider information. I'm just a guy who writes books and kind of got lucky here, you know. And, and that's why I enjoyed Three Ring Circus so much. And that's why I've got, I recently just purchased Showtime. So I'm just going to go ahead and sit down with it. That's why I really enjoyed your stuff over the years. And I'll tell you what. As an award-winning writer who's done so many great sporting books. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go back before we go into HBO's Max's winning time and all that. I just want to remind everybody out there, not only does he have these two outstanding Lakers books, but please, if you just go ahead and type in Jeff Perlman on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever you get your books, even Bing and Google, you'll see a list, an entire list. Also as well, jeffperlman.com, if I'm not mistaken as well, you'll see the entire list of sporting books that he has out there that touch on so many great parts of our sports history, hopefully People just will get more into not only the Showtime book, your current Three Ring Circus book, but also your other stuff as well. Yeah, I hope so. I do love what I do. I'm a big sports nostalgia guy. Like, that's kind of why the number one reason I wouldn't write about the current Lakers. Like, I have no nostalgia for this team. I wasn't 14 years old watching them or even 20 years old watching them or 49 years old. And it's hard for me to care. You know, it's not, I don't have the same passion that I had when I was a younger kid. So, uh, my next book is about Bo Jackson. And that comes out in October. And that's right in my wheelhouse of passion. Like I, I grew up loving Bo Jackson and idolizing Bo Jackson and, and just thinking he was the greatest thing ever. So those are the kind of topics I enjoy writing about. That's a great subject right there because Bo Jackson, he captivated the world as far as what he was doing, playing baseball and football, doing both sports simultaneously, you know, going from someone who would hit tremendous home runs and, and just do some tremendous things out on the baseball field to his famous performance in the kingdom, <laughs> you know, and just, I'll tell you what, that's uh, going to be a great book and I look forward to reading it, but with the Lakers and what's coming up with winning time, your book showtime covers it in such great detail. As far as those years, as someone who also loves his sports and nostalgia. And I'm looking right now, as we speak at my 88 world champion back-to-back t-shirt, I've got hung up on the wall. I also do have those memories back in the day of watching the Lakers two, three days a week on KCAL Channel 9 or then KHJ and you know, hearing the iconic theme music as the Lakers came out and did so well over those years and their iconic battles. But 
when you look back on it, as you wrote that book, what were some of the things that really stood out to you that you think will get translated well into that series that's coming up? I think there's a real joy in the arrival of Magic Johnson from Michigan to LA. And I just think they do it really well. Like the idea of this kid, 19 years old, coming out of Michigan, and he shows up in California. It's just his really ripe time to be in Hollywood and to be in LA and to be in Inglewood at the forum and picking an orange off the tree and just being dazzled because you can, there's fruit, it's growing on trees. And this is amazing. And I just thought they really captured, they really do capture well the time period and this perfect arrival, this perfect timing of Jerry Buss coming along, the Lakers getting the number one pick, being able to use it on magic. It's just spectacularly done. And that's where I really love, because that for me as a kid, I, you know, growing up in New York, when you'd see the Lakers on TV, that's exactly where you were blown away by is like the magic of LA and the magic of Hollywood and the sunshine and the palm trees and the Laker girls and celebrities at half court. So it does that really well. And then you go deeper into that with what it went on, which I won't elaborate to. They're going to have to go ahead and check out your book and also as well, HBO Max's winning time. If they want to get a deeper dive into that you know there's so many stories in your book that that cover it and also it sounds like that you're very happy with the series i'm really happy for you because it sounds like to me you're really really happy about the series coming out and the way it portrays your book i am and the thing that's important I, i have to say is like it's like yeah i wrote this book and it's a guide but it's not it's not a documentary so when people ask me, you know, well, are they sticking strictly to the book? No, and they shouldn't. Are you in the writer's room every day? No, and I shouldn't be. Like, this is an interpretive show. It's not paint-by-number documentary. Yeah. It's sort of about the mood and the time. And, and I just think I've known a lot of writers who've had stuff optioned, and they get really hurt or disgusted by what comes out. And I feel the opposite. I just feel kind of honored and blessed and overjoyed that they're taking it so seriously and they're doing it's like a fairy tale for me. It really is. It's like a fairy tale for me. It's ridiculous. So it'd be weird for me to go anywhere and complain about this because number one, they're taking my book, turning into a series. Number two, it's on HBO. Number three, Sally Field is in it. She's my, my favorite actress of all time. Number four, I get paid for this. It's And number five, my wife, my kids and I are in the first episode. Like it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. I never saw this coming. I never saw it happening. It wasn't a dream. I, I accidentally say it's like a dream come true, but it's not because I never even thought to dream this kind of ridiculousness. There's a billboard I saw the other day in LA of this show based on my book. It's a stupid ridiculous. So that's got to be a thrill. Of course. I mean, it's like, there's nothing, there's nothing I could say bad. And the truth of the matter is, and I just being honest, like, let's say I thought someone wasn't cast well, right? I'm not going to go on media and say that. I'm not going to lie about it, but I'm not going to sit there and say, well, my one complaint is that they can't. Like, some, I don't cast people. I don't even know what goes into casting people. Yeah. So for me, I'm just some guy on the couch, just like you are watching the show. It just happens to be based on my book and I'm getting paid and I'm thrilled. Uh, I'm thrilled for you. <laughs> and again, you. it's Jeff Perlman. You got to go ahead and check out. I'm going to pop it back on the stream real quick. You got to go ahead and check out his book, Showtime, Magic, Kareem, Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers Dynasty of the 1980s where the upcoming series from HBO and HBO Max winning time is based off of, plus his other book. In fact, if you want to go and check out our previous conversation in the archives on Three Ring Circus, a tremendous read as well. You got to go ahead and check out both these books today's Lakers fans, plus all the other things that he has available for you right now at jeffperlman.com. 
Before we head on out, my friend, because I know your time is limited and I know you're going to get a lot of people asking about, you know, what's going on with winning time. It is HBO Max and it is Hollywood and it is some creative licensing of all that's with every single adaptation that I've ever heard of. There's always some type of creative licensing that is done in regards to it. But it sounds like, again, since you've already seen all the episodes, you are quite happy with the end result. I am very much. I think it's a riveting series. I think they capture it really well. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like there was one day, one of the early days I went to set and you walk on the studio lot and there's the forum. You are standing in the forum. They rebuilt the forum. You know, it's bonkers. And another day you walk in the set and you're standing in the Lakers front offices. Like you're in the offices. There they are. You're standing in it. And one day I was on set and they were filming a scene with the uh, the actor who plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Solomon Hughes, reenacting Kareem when he was recorded filming the movie Airplane and in the cockpit scene. And it was so perfectly done and so precise. And so it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. It's great. Absolutely. And last thing I'll leave you on or a question on is the characters themselves, because it portrays a lot of the quote unquote characters of this situation that went on during the Lakers dynasty. For me, I mean, we get all the great names, like you said, Kareem, Magic, Pat Riley, you get the whole list of gambit of all the Lakers stars during this. The one tragic figure I'm looking most forward to seeing portrayed is Paul Westhead as a fan oh, yeah. of as also seeing the Lakers uh, and the forum once again, because I went to a few games. Plus I was born a couple blocks away in Inglewood uh, at the Daniel Freeman hospital that was there right across right down the street. But the thing that impresses me the most would be Paul Westhead to see how he's portrayed by Jason Siegel, because the fact he is such a tragic figure in all this about how things were laid out. I'm also a big Loyola Marymount fan of that time. And when they did the run and gun later on during the early 1990s, but your thoughts on a, character to look out for if there was any that you think should be looked out for i know obviously look out for all of them and, and you know obviously you go ahead and you know search out from there as far as the performances and whatnot but is there any character that stands out that you think is going to really get people talking all right so they have an actor who plays michael cooper and uh his name is delante de souza and he's just really good and i feel like there's a lot of room for development Hopefully the series goes on and continues and has a couple of seasons and he's a wonderful actor. And I feel like Cooper's a really complex figure. I also think just being blatant, the obvious, the actor who plays Magic Johnson is a guy named Quincy Isaiah. He's really a first timer. It's ridiculous how well he captures magic. Just utterly ridiculous. They could, they could have spent a thousand years trying to cast this. They would not find someone better for that role. I got to the point already where you see Quincy playing magic and you kind of wonder, is that magic or is that Quincy? Like it's that good. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Those two guys are really fantastic. Absolutely. And I'm wishing you so much success with this. I'm hoping HBO and HBO Max you know, gets the kind of success they're looking for. I hope they get Euphoria numbers because you've you've heard about Euphoria and its success, getting 5 million plus viewers, and a lot of people are talking about that. I'm hoping they'll have the same kind of conversations with Winning Time that's coming up on March the 6th. Plus, I'm hoping that'll provide a big boost for a book that you've already released, and that is Showtime, Magic Kareem Riley and the Los Angeles Lakers Dynasty of the 1980s, plus Three Ring Circus. Don't forget that book as well, because that's a tremendous read. I'll tell you what, 
It's been a great pleasure talking to you. I hope to bring you back on the show again when you're available to do so. But any last thoughts on the way out? I just really appreciate the support. And like you, I hope I do euphoria numbers and then I will be euphoric. And I just, again, it's like, it's just a dream come true. And also I will say like all these books, most of them out here in California certainly are available at the library. So if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't want to spend, like, I don't care. Just like read it for enjoyment, get at the library. If you hate it, you can return it after a few days. You know, I just, it's a great period to read about. It was a great period to write about. There are a lot of fun stories. So I appreciate you letting me on here. Uh, I appreciate it as well, my friend. Again, it is Jeff Perlman. Please, whether it's the library or on Amazon, right now there's some great prices on it. Again, it is Showtime, Magic, Kareem Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers Dynasty of the 1980s. Please go ahead and check it out today before March the 6th or actually as you're watching the series because they're going to be releasing it. If anything is done with HBO and HBO Max, they're going to be releasing it on a week-by-week basis. They've recently done it with Euphoria and Peacemaker. So I don't think they're going to do the Netflix thing and drop it all at one day. So you're going to have lots of time to go ahead and read up on this book. So please go ahead and do so. And Three Ring Circus. They're both great books. So please go ahead and do that today. But it is Jeff Perlman. Jeff, I cannot thank you enough so much for joining us on the show. I look forward to your next great book on Bo Jackson later this year. Wishing you continued success and hopefully winning time will be a winning one for you as well. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you again for everybody for listening and watching. Before we head on out, if you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, please follow us there. Or also as well, if you have any questions, email us. LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, or you can catch us on LakersBall.com and also as well, Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversations today at LakersBall.com and Lakerholics.com. Once again, thanks so much to Jeff Perlman for stopping by. Everybody, check out the upcoming series starting March 6th. It's HBO's Winning Time, available on HBO and HBO Max. And we'll be sharing our thoughts on the latest episodes of Winning Time right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.